You are listening to Aligned. I'm your host, Jillian Walchuk. After spending over 10 years in front and behind the camera and growing a six-figure online business through attraction marketing, I'm on a mission to help you build your personal brand, show up as your authentic self, cultivate an abundant mindset, and create the life you desire. Alignment in your life is so important. I'm here for real, honest conversations to transform your mindset and get you aligned and thriving. Hello, hello. I almost have my regular speaking voice back. If it's your first time to the podcast, then welcome. I'm recovering from quite a crazy cold that I picked up in Mexico. And my last podcast, if you go back and listen to the Tulum launch, is my Miley Cyrus voice. Um, So if you're new here, I'm just so grateful that you're here. This episode is for anyone in network marketing or at the beginning of their business. So now I am three years into my business and I've been doing a little bit of reflecting. And I thought I would do an episode if I was to restart my business tomorrow from zero, the things I would do the same and then the things that I would change. So if tomorrow I was restarting my business from zero, one of the things I would focus on is my content strategy. In this day and age, social media is king. Affiliate marketing is so popular and projected to be a very large industry going forward. And I just think that's where majority of sales are going to be made. Right now, people really value, who am I buying from? What is this company's values, morals, standards? What's the ingredient standard? Everyone is curious where their money is going. And so I think it's really important right now when you find someone that you trust and you feel comfortable with that company or from buying from them, there's a reason why affiliate marketing, influencer marketing is so popular. It used to really be celebrity endorsement. And now we want that like, know, and trust to be even more familiar. So that's why affiliate marketing is skyrocketing. So the first thing I would do, well, actually, I'm going to rewind for a second. Years ago, this business was never built on social media. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, great, she's saying that I have to have a whole social media strategy and I, or else I can't be successful. I don't think that's true. Uh, the women that built this business without social media built it with parties. They built those parties by focusing primarily on lead generation. And lead generation means meeting new networks. For, so in the old days from one party, they would meet new people and book another party and then go meet new people. So the focus was always on new coming into your business. And in my opinion, if that isn't a primary focus in your business, your business has nowhere to go but backwards. So if you're not new in network marketing, but you are listening to this podcast, I want you to go through the last six months in business and check who you have personally enrolled into your business. Because at the end of the day, leadership requires you to lead by example. So you can tell people all you want if they're working with you that you should focus on lead generation, that you should bring new people into your business as clients, as business partners. But if you're not actually making that a priority in your business, your business has nowhere to go but backwards. It's amazing when you build sustainability and women that you work with. And of course, I have developed those things over the last three years and I am so grateful. But 
a humongous part of the way I spend my week and my business is on lead generation. I have systems in place for everyone who's in my business and I'm happy to give them my quality time, my one-on-one mentorship, but I do keep a lot of focus on lead generation. So, okay. Now, what I'm saying is that I would focus on social media if I was restarting and I would make a very solid content plan. So at the beginning of this content plan, the first thing I would ask myself is who exactly I want to work with. I would spend almost an hour writing out all the characteristics, all the traits, everything about this ideal person that I want to work with. I would get so picky down to like, they love whole foods. Their name is X. They, you know, really enjoy taking trips to Tulum or whatever. I'm being so specific, but I would really sit down and write these details in terms of attributes. I would love them to be a self-starter. I think in this business, what I hear all the time and where frustration can come from is they're not motivated. Like no one's working. No one works like I do. You cannot motivate someone. They, it has to be an internal drive. Of course, there's going to be exciting times in business when you first start or there's momentum or sale drops or someone new joins your business. Of course, there's exciting moments, but majority of it is mastering the mundane. So that means getting really comfortable doing the boring back end of your business, follow-ups, referrals, making sure you're super consistent, saying the same thing, again and again and again and again and doing it in new exciting ways so that you stay relevant. So, oh my goodness, I just rambled. Sorry. What I'm saying is you need to be really specific with who you want to work with. It is essential in your business that you're crystal clear on who you want to work with. So for me, it's not that I want hundreds and hundreds of people to be signing up. I mean, that's great. That's also really nice, but I really want to work if I was to restart with two to three individuals that are like-minded, that are similar to me, that see the big vision, that understand that they will lead with the business, that understand that this is going to be a focus, a primary focus is understanding network marketing as a business model and getting extremely confident in being able to explain it, being extremely confident in pitching the business and also confident in themselves. And so that doesn't mean that that's who they are when they come into the business, but I definitely will be looking for those attributes. I'd be looking for kindness, someone who doesn't cause any trauma, someone who understands entrepreneur mindset. So sometimes when we have gone through the school system, we're taught that, okay, you come into school, you're going to be there nine to five, you're going to produce X amount of work, it's going to be graded, and then you're going to go into your nine to five, you're going to pay off your debt from school, and it's kind of always capped. And that is majority of our society, and there's nothing wrong with that. Being an employee is wonderful. So many people in my family are employees. They're so happy with that structured life, with that beautiful paycheck, with the community of people they work with. I think it is a lovely business model. But if you're on this podcast, then you're probably an entrepreneur. And the mindset that you must acquire is long-term vision. You have to be in the business for long-term. I highly recommend that you read the four-year career and you get really specific on your four-year goals because network marketing is usually a very low entry cost. For us in the business that I work in, it's $99 and other ones, it's, it's kind of similar. So 
less than your Aritzia run (laughs) is your whole business in a box. So how easy is it to say goodbye to that business if you have a rough week, not having good sales, you're having a difficult time. So what I like to pretend is that I've sunk my money into a big franchise. So if you were to open a brick and mortar store or start a franchise, I think minimum it would be around 10 grand to start. So that's a very different investment than $99. And I'm not going to give up so easily when things are not going my way. If I'm pitch, if I'm treating my business like a business. So now that I'm really specific about who I'm talking to, who I want to work with, I'm going to have all my content be directed towards that person. So within my content pillars, how I'm going to be showing up every single day. And yes, I think you should sell every single day. I mean, take a day of rest, go off your stories. You don't have to be having like seven reels a week and like constantly showing up in stories. But I would be at the beginning interested in momentum, interested in growing a team right away. So I would say for the next, you know, 90 days, I would be extremely consistent with selling and pitching every single day. So what that looks like is you're going to show up with value. So with the products, I highly recommend that you actually use them, that you have a truthful testimonial and you get products in people's hands. So if that means you're going to give them trials, if that means you're going to value their opinion and ask them, would you try this, have them over to your house and let them try them so that you can start to get genuine testimonials in your business, I highly recommend that. You need the like, know, and trust. You need to be relatable. And you also want to be honest that you actually use these products and they actually make a difference. So one thing that I would show up every single week is with the products and the transformation or a testimonial or how they work. Are you physically using them? If you can show yourself actually using the product, so that means putting your face on camera, I think there's such a better sales conversion that's possible for you. I want you to think about the person that you joined this business with. If you never, ever saw their face ever on social media, would you feel any sort of connection towards them and would you have joined them? I understand. It's awkward being on camera. We often are like, I don't like my voice. I look weird today. I'm so fidgety on camera. I feel so uncomfortable. Of course, when you first start talking on camera, it's basically like you're under a microscope and everything is heightened. You have stepped into consciousness. And so everything that was unconscious, like the way you move your hands or the way your eyes are looking at the screen becomes super conscious. But over time, the only way you're going to get better is to continue to show up. So don't worry if your first couple lives, your first couple videos are a little shaky. The journey is beautiful. Embrace being a beginner and put yourself out there for sure. So in these content pillars, you want things that are relatable. And so for me, one of my content pillars is fashion. Fashion has nothing to do with any of my businesses. I wish it did. I would just, I would love to be a fashion influencer because so much of my paycheck goes to fashion. (laughs) But it truly is just something since I was a little, little girl that I'm obsessed with and I love. And it often connects me with so many people. They'll ask me, where did you buy this? Um, How did you style this? Where did you get those hoops from? And so one of my pillars is for for sure fashion because I actually love it. Another pillar is motherhood because I'm constantly in it with motherhood. I have a baby on the way and my daughter is six. And so 
um, you know, I'm always showing little behind the scenes. I really respect my daughter's privacy, obviously, so she's not on there a ton. Um, but little things within my day-to-day life I show and often I connect to other people that are in the trenches of motherhood and balancing the work-life sort of mom <laughs> balance that we all are in. Um, uh, another one of my pillars for sure was my struggle with fertility. Be, so if you choose to only speak on your stories about the weather, about fashion, about your Starbucks order, then you're usually probably going to get very much surface relationships back in the DMs. I've chosen things that I feel comfortable with sharing. There's many things that I do not share on my Instagram because they are for my therapist or for my best friend or my mom to talk to uh, with me. But things that I'm like, okay, you know what? Like I'm going through a hard time. I don't want to paint the picture that my life is perfect. I think that is such a dangerous message on social media. You truly only see my highlight reel on social media. I keep my Instagram grid pretty aesthetic just because I really care about that. <laughs> you don't have to. I, I just do. I care about it in my fashion, my hair, my house, everywhere, my food even. Um, I love, love a good aesthetic, but what I'm saying is that in my stories and in my reels, I try to tell real vulnerable things. Sometimes I'm brutally honest. That is part of my personality, but it really has connected me so much deeper, so much faster with people uh, and all of my team. Majority of them, actually, I never knew before I stepped online. So my fertility struggles are in there as well, but I would be showing up pitching the business in some way, shape, or form multiple times a week, whether that's a direct call to action in your stories or in your posts or it is more, you know, soft marketing, like around the fact of this is my lifestyle. This is what my values are. So you can really start to reach your ideal client. Now with that consistent posting, with that constant messaging to that one ideal person that I want to work with, I'm going to let you know if I was restarting tomorrow, I wouldn't rely on attraction marketing. I get so many messages in my DMs like, I want to build a business like you. I want to have a business just like you where you just post and people click a sticker and or they click your reel. Yes, I have built that in the last three years and I make content a massive priority in my business. I also invest in photo shoots, videography. I've also launched social media courses. So like, yes, uh, those things are my passion, but I would not rely on attraction marketing if I was to start tomorrow. No one thought my business was wonderful when I started. Actually, people were trying to rescue me from it at the beginning. I got a lot of hate messages and there wasn't a ton of support from my family or friends. No one was like, yay, Jill, this is the best thing I've ever decided to do. It's like, you just went to school for 10 years to be an acting coach. You're an established acting coach at a college. You're also on a TV show right now. They thought I was like literally losing my mind, but I knew this partnership with this business and that business model was exactly what I needed. So anyways, I did something that I would do again if I was to restart. And that is I made a priority to be a professional and not an amateur. And that meant to me that I was going to need to get on a lot of business calls and I was going to need to learn to speak about this business in an authentic way. So at the beginning, they give you scripts. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I don't even like, I, this podcast is not scripted. There's no script in front of me right now. 
uh, when I audition, I like to learn the lines and then put the script away forever. I really love to be present and just speak. So this whole podcast today is off the cuff. Sometimes I have like jot notes. Sometimes I actually will write things down, but this one is just, I'm just talking. Anyways, long story short, I was like, all right, there's a script for this business pitch. So I asked people to get on the phone with the girl that I signed up with so that we could go over the business model in 10 minutes. I would appreciate if they would ask her questions so I could learn. And then I would send them something in return to thank them for their time. Notice that there's no like, you're going to join my team. You're going to buy something from me. It was literally like, I need to learn and I need to learn with real people. I also asked people that I actually wanted to work with. So I wrote it a hundred person list of like my dream team. Of course, my sister-in-law at the very top. Um, and then underneath just many, many people that I've met throughout my life. But actually, as I told you guys, majority of the, my business partners are people I have never uh, met before. And they're all in- Instagram strangers that turn into wonderful friends. But I asked people, I asked a lot of people, I got so many no's, but a lot of people did get on those phone calls and they asked questions. And by about the third phone call, I was like, I'm going to start doing them. I was rickety at first. I was shaky. I couldn't remember the numbers. I couldn't remember all the facts, but as I kept reading it and reading it, and then as I dove deep into studying, so I read the book, Get Over Your Damn Self, The Four-Year Career. I also, every single night would listen to at the time it was on SoundCloud, different. Uh, it's like um, an overview of the business. I guess it's opportunity videos. I would listen to them and listen to them so that I could start to memorize them and say them in my own way. Every person that joined, I hyped them up on social media. We really built momentum that way. And I was not afraid to ask and I was not afraid to get a no. It didn't matter to me that I was getting a no. I was willing to get you know, many, many no's. At the very beginning of my business, the girl I signed up with actually asked me, she said, if you got 500 no's, would it be worth it if you, if those 500 no's would take you to the top 1% of the company? I said, absolutely. So I was of the mindset of like, let's get 500 no's because in between those no's are going to be some wonderful yeses. And those yeses actually built me and have built me a beautiful business. I still have people three years in with me side by side. I can't believe it. Like I pinch myself that they're still on this wild ride with me. Um, but those asks at the beginning. So the partnership of consistent content to that one person speaking to the pain points. When I'm speaking about that one person, it's basically me. It's me who uh, basically all my paycheck was going to my nanny. (laughs) I was trading time for money. So I went to the school to earn a paycheck. My paycheck was very much so capped by the amount of hours that I could work. And I'm speaking to the woman that already is on their phone. If you check your screen time and it's over an hour a day, then you're good. I think an hour a day is absolutely perfect to work your business. Of course, I have put in 14 hour days. Of course, I put in out, you know, an hour day. As an entrepreneur, you really do design and you decide what those hours are going to be like. But if you have an extra hour, you can start to build something for yourself on the side while keeping your full time job. It's totally possible. So that's exactly what I would do. I would start a very strategic. Uh, content pillar plan where I'm very consistent with my marketing, then I would pair that with asking. 
and I would ask frequently a lot and I would want to work with immediately my first month of business, two to five like-minded people so that we can start to get into new networks immediately and start to build that hype and momentum by cheering each other on, by tagging each other in stories, by sharing the products, by getting together and making content and having fun creating a new business and really truly being beginners together, really not knowing what we're doing, embracing that we don't know what we're doing and learning it as we build it. So I hope this was helpful even if you have been in network marketing for years. If you have someone new on your team and you send this to them, thank you so much. The more we share the podcast, the more I can add value, the more I get to meet new people. And that is so exciting to me. That is my mission to help you design a life that you cannot wait to wake up to. Even if it means like today on a Friday, I talked for two hours to one of my oldest, bestest friends on the phone. And that to me is the ultimate freedom that I could have a coffee, have my green drink and sit and talk to her because I knew my morning was blocked off. And that is so valuable to me. And then hop into my daughter's closet and record some podcasts and then put in some orders. To me, that is freedom. I designed my day and yes, it's work. And no, it's not like I'm jet setting to Paris today. And maybe one day that will be my life. But for now, I'm just grateful that I get to schedule my days. This morning, I got to sit in my daughter's kindergarten class and read with her. And I can always do that every Friday family reading. And that is a top high priority to me. That is why I have built this business. That's why I'm so passionate about helping other people build a business. That's why three years later, I'm like, here's what I would do if I was to restart. Because I want you to have the flexibility, the freedom in your life to design your days. Okay, that's all for this one. I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many female entrepreneurs create the life they desire. Honestly, it means the world to me that you're here. And if you got some value or support from this episode, the best thing you can do is screenshot this episode and share it to your social media or with your team. You can also leave me a review and I'll read every single one. If you're looking for additional support, you can reach me on Instagram at Jillian Walchuk.